in devotion to truth. The podcast experience. She's fluent. She goes with the flow. She listens deeply to nature, to life. In this podcast episode, I talk about really, for me, what life is about. I have it tattooed on my body. She's fluid. This episode isn't about feminine essence or it isn't about it isn't just for women it's as well for men who want to live in flow who want to listen deeply to nature to the earth and i could talk about this topic forever and i want to i want to really bring it back to the basics and bring it back to its root its its very very nature and why i got these words tattooed on my body I don't have any notes so <laughs> I'm truly fluid in my thoughts right now and in my being and what that actually means I will I will explain that in the podcast episode and I have very very exciting news for you as well in the beginning and yeah grab a cacao grab a matcha a water stay hydrated and enjoy this episode in flow beautiful souls welcome to a new episode in the devotion to truth podcast my name is loa and i can't wait to talk about fluidity today what does it mean to live in flow what does it actually mean for me it means health first of all it means to live in health with life And for me, living in flow has a quality of has a quality of listening deeply and as well adapting to change, adapting to what is life presenting me and how am I moving like water around the obstacles? How am I moving with it instead of resisting it? Fluidity has this quality of grace for me, has this quality of I am working with life, not against it. I am flowing with it. And the exciting news that I have for you before we go deeper into this episode is that my new creation is coming alive pretty quickly here in Australia in my new jungle home. Honestly, guys, I feel so... Oh, today was just 
really the full arriving my my system is just fully landing here and of course there are, there is more and more and more landing and more arriving and more getting to know the neighborhood and the jungle and the house and the community but this morning was a perfect example of how honestly how i'm so grateful that life brought me here and my life looked so so differently a few months ago so different so different and this morning i woke up <laughs> brady next to me and we were just excited to start this day and this is already for me a good sign of health a good sign of like wow we're both like so excited to embrace this new day on planet earth to be ready to to really look at the beauty around us to get productive to get creative to relate to connect to cook to be in the garden to work just excited about life and so then I was oil pulling and brushing my teeth and then very spontaneously I was just like I was just asking Brady you want to go for a run he's like for a run yeah 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 let's go for a run and so we went into our sports clothes and went for a run and it started with a walk first and some of you know that I um I was a marathon runner so every time I run I'm like so connected to this time in my life where I was running marathons and just so connected to my body temple and like how incredible this body truly is I always say My marathon was truly a run out of love to what my body is capable. And I, I can almost imagine childbirth similar to like, of course, childbirth is likely not comparable to anything else in the world. But if I can, can compare it to anything where I like pushed, pushed my body to a limit And I, I actually almost don't want to use the word push, but it's, it's almost like I'm falling into the incredible capacity that my body has to complete this challenge, to complete this extraordinary achievement that is naturally, of course, you could say a marathon is not natural for a body. For me back then, it was a, I wanted to show myself what's possible And I will remember this forever, forever, forever. And of course, it took a lot of training to be able to run, to run a mar marathon without being in pain. And I think that's this is truly important to run it without pain. So you don't need to push. You can actually enjoy yourself. Anyway, you feel the flow already. <laughs> Where was I? Um, this morning so we went for a run and every time i'm going for this run every time i'm running i'm connecting to the earth every time i'm running i'm connecting to every single step i take is a connection to the earth is a connection to the jungle around me the air i'm breathing forest bathing it's like this was jungle bathing this morning we were truly running in the jungle And yeah, I came down to this beautiful cafe. It's like, I think, three or four kilometers from, from our house. And so it was the perfect, very, very light run in the morning. And we came there and had a matcha. And 
just connecting to the community there. And I, I just sat there in the sun and I said to Brady, honestly, I can't contain my joy. I can't contain my excitement. I'm so in love with this life here. Wow, look at the people around us, like such high consciousness, such a beautiful community, uh, so much jungle, so much nature. I couldn't almost believe like how lucky I am to be here right now. And then I came home and I was like, this is it. I want to record the podcast. And I got so creative the last days here. Yesterday I had a full day of just like full rest and just giving my body temple what it needs after after the tour and this long, long flight to fully land again deeper and deeper and deeper. And what came alive was my next creation. And my next creation, it all it already came alive already on the tour. So on the tour, I was working mostly offline, right? I was touring around and and um, yeah, serving breathwork ceremonies in very small, intimate containers. I had speeches um, in Germany and some workshops as well to the topics soul, graceful soul business, a woman's journey, and what it means to uplevel your standards. So I just really like went fully into my creative channel and it was such an honor to give back and to be so connected offline to the community and then I arrived here and I was like I want to keep this going and I want to even that no matter who is in my community no matter where you are in the world maybe you're in Bali maybe you're in Germany maybe you're in Australia maybe you're in the US or like somewhere completely different I want to create this space where we can all come together, where we can gather globally, connect together and stay in the practice of what it means to live your truth, of what it actually means to be supported by a community and to have the ability to stay in your practice and to keep evolving, to keep learning, to keep having aha moments in a, in a beautiful, flowy, joyful way. I believe that personal development and healing doesn't need to be hard and like you got to do the work. And yeah, sometimes, sometimes it feels like that for sure. But I think it can as well be so nourishing. Healing can be nourishing, healing can be joyful, healing can be, wow, this is possible. And I want to provide that container. And so what came through was nourished by truth, the global gathering. And with the global gathering, I mean that we come together every month or every second month it depends what is going on in my life. If I'm teaching my space holding training, if I'm on tour, or if I'm having more time, I maybe sometimes do it twice per month. But the global gathering is a place where we all come together and we have a lesson. We have a topic, a, a workshop online where we can all come together to, an, to a price that is affordable. I had a very long time where all of my products were per application, only teacher trainings. Um, I was teaching a lot and uh, my products were very high priced. And that's beautiful. And right now, I really feel called to make my teachings more accessible for everyone. 
And so the global gathering will be hosted the first one on the 9th of September, 9-9, on a Saturday, Saturday morning German time, Saturday afternoon Sydney time. And the first topic of the first global gathering is the art of letting go. Because I, I see that one of the most important things for fluidity, for, for living your truth and for being available for miracles in life is actually the art of letting go. Is actually you learning to let go what no longer serves you. And we know these quotes, we know like all of these quotes and books we're reading You just gotta let it go. Let go what no longer serves you. But it can be hard. And I, I speak from experience. It's, I think, now almost half a year ago that I let go of my house in Bali. My, literally, yeah, my house, my community there. The Breathwork Shala that I co-created And, you know, now I understand. Now I understand why this was needed and why every single, why every single chapter in life is sacred and serves its purpose. And I wanna, I really wanna take some time to break every single thing down that I learned on my journey because I let go of many lives. It feels like when I think back about my journey of Dharma, eight years, I let go of many lives. First my life in being employed, and then my life in Germany, and then my life in Bali, where I was already living a conscious life, let's say, where I already lived something where I could imagine living there forever or being there forever. And so, um, I believe the art of letting go is the attunement to nature, the attunement to what is actually happening around me, what is needed right now, and how nuanced and how complex it sometimes can be for us to, to really make the right decision. Is it time to let go? And what does letting go actually mean? And so if you feel curious to learn more about the art of letting go and be part of the global gathering, I would love to have you there. I put all of the, all of the um, links and the how you can subscribe and join into uh, the show notes here. And of course, you can as well follow me on Instagram, loa.helzer, and you find all of the details on my website, loahelzer.com or loa.helzer on Instagram. In my bio, you will find all of the information. And so this is the first topic, Nourished by Truth, the Global Gathering. I'm super excited to talk about the art of letting go and what that means. And I believe that this topic can serve so, so, so many people that are experiencing a challenging time in the last months, maybe even. And sometimes it's letting go of people, but sometimes it's letting go of, of a country, of a home, of or even of limiting beliefs. And so we will really dive into that. So if you're interested in that, just um, 
just join us and I would love to see you there. I'm super excited uh, to have this long-term format and I'm already planning as well the next topic, what volume two will, will look like. Um, and I will let you know as soon as this comes through. But now let's dive into deeper into she's fluid, living in flow. And if I would have five things right now that I'm asking myself that are important to live in flow and to truly allow the flow of life, I would look at five things. I would look at my connection to nature. I believe that the more time in nature I spend, the more nature can remind me of how natural change actually is. You know, summer, spring, autumn, winter. If I think about the weather, if I think about how a tree is changing, we are changing as well. We are evolving, we are growing. And the more time in nature I spend, the more I have a sense I'm remembered by my own truth. I'm inspired by raw authenticity. I'm inspired by changes natural. And it's almost like nature is supporting me in letting things go that are just not aligned anymore to my current state. So really... Think about how much time are you spending with the sun when there is sunlight? How much time are you spending in the water? If you're living near the ocean, dip into the ocean. Allow the water, the ocean, the salt water wash over you and remind you of the beauty of your existence. Allow yourself to be cleansed by the waters really connecting to the elements. If I think about fluidity, I as well think about water and think about how fluid water is and how water, how a dip in the ocean can already be so healing to remind us to go with the flow, surfing, you know, everything that is connecting us to nature, hiking, forest bathing, really breathing in the air, from the trees around us, everything that is connecting you to something higher, essentially. If I think about mountains, if I look at the clouds, if I look at the stars, if I allow the sun to warm me up, it's such a sacred practice and sometimes we forget how sacred nature truly is. A sunrise, a sunset, all of these things, how often are we actually tuning in? The sunrise and the sunset is there every single day, every single day. But are we actually tuning into that? Are we actually connecting to that? The trees around us are there all day long, but are we actually connecting with them? And so... This is really number one, tuning in with the nature around you, no matter if it's a beach, if it's grass, if it's a sea or a lake, really 
Allow yourself to be more in nature, to remind yourself of your own nature. And then number two, look at everything you are taking in. And I mean by that your skin, the waters you are drinking, the waters that are arriving on your body, the food you are eating. I really love a water-rich diet. And what I mean by that is really looking at eating a lot of vegetables, a lot of fruits, and allowing that structured water to fuel my body, to hydrate me, to hydrate my skin. And it's truly like beauty from the inside out for me, looking at the food and the nutrition, my supplements, everything I take in, the colors, everything I take in makes a difference, can be a medicine. And so really look at how fluid your diet is. I started to cook soups here right now in the evening because it starts to, we are in Australian winter right now still. And in the evenings, it's getting a little colder. And I really love expanding my knowledge and my creativity in, in soups. And so I'm cooking a lot of soups and I'm, I'm really getting so creative with the spices and with herbs and just really every single day I try something new and I try to, to create something new so my body has all the nutrients it needs. And so one thing truly for me is really looking at how slow am I eating? How slow am I cooking? How slow am I with the food that is in front of me? And I believe that that then comes into our digestion. So think about your digestion. Your digestion is the first sign of how you're letting go, how fluid your life actually is. If we're holding on a lot or if everything is flowing in its own healthy rhythm. And if I think about that healthy rhythm, I think about our nature, I think about our biology, and I think about that we are responsible to give our body temple the food, the nourishment, and the time with it so we can actually digest life. We can digest what is happening in our life. And so that could be the third thing already, but I still want to take it actually to number two. It's like looking at looking at what am I taking in on my skin, all my all the products, oils, keeping them as natural as possible. And then looking at my nutrition and keeping my nutrition as natural as possible to come back to our most natural flow. Very oftentimes I see as well, the more, the more stress I have in the outside world, the less stress I want to put into my body, the more I want to support my body to digest very, very well and to get to, to be more water rich in my diet. So my diet right now, 
looks like drinking a lot of water with lemon in the morning, having a cacao, and you know, you can drink your cacao with milk, but you can as well drink it with water. And I even these little changes, I'm just noticing that my body loves good quality water. And if it's good quality water, then I fill the cacao actually just with water and no no milk. And I love that even more because it's like even more purity. And then I have a plate of our white grapefruits and oranges from the garden. So my vitamin C dose is fueled, filled in that. Um, so fruits in yeah midday, I originally very oftentimes naturally fast. And so I have the first period of the day as well to digest the day before. So the first The first hours of the day, I spend a lot of time hydrating, actually drinking lots of water. And if I want to eat something, then I, if I'm hungry, I'm eating fruits. And then I see as well that, I, that my digestion is flowing. Very oftentimes digestion is flowing more when we have a water-rich diet. So just try that. If you have digestive issues, try to, to look at your how much water you are taking in. And let me know if that worked. Mm. So yeah, and then I and then at one point I just start cooking and I just take my time in that. And I start cooking, maybe have a vegetable snack like a celery with a little bit of hummus or something. And then we have a big soup or a big salad bowl or um oven roasted vegetables with a salad um is really one of my favorites as well. And so this is kind of like really how my digestion and my health and my vitality is working best. Like very, very simple diet, but still very colorful. And I'm inspired already to, to actually get creative for a new cookbook for you guys um, because it's just flowing so abundantly here. So yeah, so number two is all about the food you're taking in your digestion and and watching that and really really being in touch with that as well and really being in touch with yourself in that you know knowing how is my digestion and knowing yourself well enough to know what you need to change so number three when i think about a life in flow is definitely your mental health how your mind is gripping onto the past how your mind is gripping onto security safety from what we know safety from what we've created already um yeah literally our fear to start over again our fear to start a new life to get to know new people or to start a new job or start a new chapter in our life and i believe the more we practice detachment in a healthy way i think healthy attachment is is beautiful to you know find meaning in in people and commitment in, with humans you know I, i of course i have attachments absolutely but i think it's almost like training your mind to know when it's healthy and when it's actually not healthy and when it's time to take care of yourself and let go and the mind is truly so incredibly powerful because it's truly how you think is how you live in the end 
and really knowing how you think and knowing how positive or how destructive your thoughts can be sometimes is really important just for noticing where are you at right now. Is it fear speaking or is it your heart speaking or is it is it your healthy mind, your clear mind speaking or is it your fearful mind speaking and I think this can this can help a lot with actually knowing is it a right decision or not where is it coming from and and you know whilst like a fear-based decision might bring you again back to the same cycle of your life might bring you back to the same pattern and you're like caught up in the same pattern and the same pattern and the same pattern and you track the same situation but with another human or the same situation but with another community um i think for that it's really really important to to really look at our mind how is my mind functioning where are my fears where are my sensitivities and allow our people our relationships in our life as well know what are my sensitivities and what do i need to stay soft to stay healthy to stay regulated so really looking at your mind and yeah, really allowing, allowing yourself to practice courage in letting go in maybe even small things, trying something new, having the courage to try something new, having the courage to, to speak honestly, to speak your truth, to practice speaking to your needs, to practice compassion to practice setting healthy boundaries, all of these things are almost like how the mind translates into language and how language can help you really to bring out what you're thinking, to bring out what is on your heart. And most of us have never learned how to bring it actually out without blaming another, without making another wrong, but actually speaking from our experience and speaking to you what we need. So the practice of the mind, the practice of getting to know your mind, knowing when, when your decisions, when your thoughts are coming from fear or are coming from really a need needs to be spoken here or your heart wants to be expressed here. So this is number three. Number four, if I think about she's fluid life and flow is all about for me the values of ease and freedom if i think about a human living in flow it's almost like attunement to a higher consciousness to spirit that is guiding you in this life it's like if I wouldn't have the spontaneous idea of just going for a run today, then I wouldn't have the spontaneous idea to create this podcast here right now. And the spontaneous ideas that are coming into my life is my creativity flowing again and giving back. And so it's almost like this interconnection with you and life. Instead of you trying to have a plan you are part of this this larger bigger orchestra called life you are interconnected with every single being on this planet interconnected with nature interconnected with all thoughts imagine 
all of our thoughts are globally coming together and it's not about your success, but it's about our success. It's about oneness. It's about being spontaneous, allowing life to lead you, allowing, allowing the trust in life. It's almost like the freedom and the ease for me is coming through faithful living. And with faithful living, I mean, if you would already know the plan, if you would know what happens next year, it would be knowledge, it wouldn't be faith, right? And I love to say that uh, to remind myself as well how important faith actually is, believing in what's waiting for you, believing in the miracles. And for me, faith is stronger than hope. Hope is almost like I hope that something is changing. But faith is an internal process of believing in the good, believing in the universe, having your back, believing in your life, believing in your journey, having faith for your own journey of truth. If you implement that into how you think, number three, your mind, your life will change. So tuning into freedom and tuning into the way of ease, even sometimes when it doesn't seem easeful, just tuning into that possibility can change so much. Ease, freedom, faith. If we could remember that we are free every single day, our life would change. And number five. Hmm. What comes through right now is almost like the interconnectivity of all of it together. For the woman, think about your cycles. We are made to flow. Our moon cycle, our blood flow our digestion, but as well how our mind works, how spontaneous can we be with life, can we adjust, can we be flexible, can we adapt, can we let go and can we open to a new chapter. And for that we need to have faith, right? Think about a butterfly that doesn't know in the process of metamorphosis, doesn't know that it actually can fly. So the butterfly comes out of its cocoon, spread its wings, and imagine for the first time this butterfly is spreading the wings and try to fly. And suddenly it's flying around and seeing so much more of the world. And I believe the same is happening to us as humans. We need to remember that we are free. We need to remember to spread our wings. We need to remember to have that leap of faith. The butterfly doesn't know what's happening when it starts to fly because it never has done that before. So it's the most beautiful creation to remember this is in us as well. We are nature. Remember your oneness with nature and stop getting so caught up in your own mind. It's almost like life becomes easier when we connect with spirit, when we connect with 
the universe, with God, however you want to call it, with life itself. It's not just about us figuring it out, us solving a solution, us solving a problem or getting a solution. It's about us listening to how we can orchestrate together, all together. So listen to your moon flow as a woman. Connect to your blood when you're bleeding. Connect to what you need. Take care of your needs. So, so, so important. It almost like if you are taking care of your needs and of your health, which includes your nutrition, your sleep, how much water you're drinking, from a place of self-respect, from a place of devotion to who you are, Imagine everything you're radiating out then with, with your language, with your radiance, with your energy is giving back to other humans, is giving back to your children, is giving back to the community around. We need you in your health. And the global gathering, if I think about it now, is exactly that. I wanted to create a global community where maybe I'm going on tour next year again and maybe I'm hosting my next retreats here in Australia or in Bali again. But until then, let's come together and practice. Let's come together and practice and have that community flowing because I believe everything we need in a challenging time is a support system. Everything we need in a challenging time is people who understand what we are going through. And sometimes that can be our closest ones, but sometimes that can be a mentor, that can be a community. And if you wish to surround yourself with like-minded people, come into the gathering and be part of it. I would love to have you there. And if you like this podcast episode, Please give it a rating or share it on Instagram. Leave me a message. I would love to read from you. I'm sending you so much love from my jungle home here in Australia. So much love to you. And I'm so looking forward to be with you in my next episode here. Bye-bye.